0: Okay, we're back, and we did just like we said we would, and we recorded. Well, we watched the next episode and are recording again Two. right after the last one. <laughs> Two episodes in one night, and it's now eleven oh seven, so it's getting late. So we'll see how our words do. <laughs> Lacey, so our cousin Pete, that was on our podcast, his wife Lacey, she's been like giving us feedback good feedback she keeps saying like i love your podcast it's so fun to listen to you guys but she came over the other day and we were talking about it and i was like yeah sometimes when we get tired we don't know what we're trying to say like we would forget words and she's like i know and it's super funny <laughs> so. so we are aware <laughs> so maybe it's good we record so late <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be yeah, more entertaining. makes it more entertaining <laughs> <laughs> okay well this is episode six of season three and the original air, air date was November 13th, 2002. Uh, at the beginning of this episode, Phil says that Terry and Ian are the oldest team to ever reach Lake Six. Mm-hmm. So that's a little interesting fact. Did we have any old teams last season? Um, Weren't those gutsy grannies? Oh, yeah. Last okay, yeah. And they only made it to like two or three. Uh-huh. And then Dave and Margareta from season one. They episode or five yeah so all right well good job terry and ian mm-hmm. <laughs> so they get their clue um as they leave the pit stop ken and gerard are the first to leave at 4 31 p.m a.m yeah. a.m <laughs> and it says to go to the hussein husan i think husan husan two mosque in casablanca which is the second largest religious monument in the world what's the first like that place in like mecca in I saudi think. arabia i think so i and i think he said that oh did he did Let's i see. just miss that what did you say largest religious largest religious monument oh this says this says anchor Angkor wat Angkor wat mm-hmm. in like cambodia mm-hmm. okay it's a buddhist temple but it says saint peter's basilica is the largest church in the world So a monument is different than a church, apparently. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So, yeah, it's the second of something. (laughs) Second biggest, (laughs) I don't know, in Casablanca. So once again, we have those three teams kind of the front of the pack leave around the same time and decide to team up again. They're not like super happy that Andre and Damon are part of their little group, but they're also like... We're not worried about wasting our energy on getting rid of them. Like, yeah. if they want to follow us, they can follow us. If not, we don't care. Yeah. But also, it's kind of like, if you're all kind of doing the same thing at the same time, what are they supposed to do? Just, like, pretend you're not there? <laughs> right. I know. It's like, well, they, they, they're, they're like, there, so... You know where you're going, and they're right behind you, and they're not going to be like, okay, well, we're going to go a different way, so it doesn't seem like we're following them. It's yeah. just, you got to do the same thing sometimes. <laughs> anyway, they're not too worried about it or really care. But, like, we noticed that last episode we were wrong on who Ken and Gerard are. Yes. We got their name mixed up. Yes. So Gerard is the straight... Republican. <laughs> skinnier brother. <laughs> Ken. And Ken is the... Is the opposite of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Gerard like just seems like it fits the other one mm-hmm. so much better, though. Not Ken. <laughs> uh-huh. I agree. Oh, well. <laughs> I didn't name them, so. <laughs> well, they leave at 431. I said that already. And then Andre and Damon leave at 437, and the twins leave at 444. Okay. So they're about 15 minutes apart, and they have $50 for this leg of the race. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot less than 500 from last leg. And then those teams that tied for fourth last episode, Zach and Flo and John Vito and Jill team up as well. Yeah, they leave at 524. And then Terry and Ian leave at 528 so they're not very far behind them so they're all driving themselves in these white trucks Mm -hmm. and uh terry and ian pass those two teams and then jill jill's driving her car and it starts overheating and smoking so she pulls over and there's something wrong with the radiator like blew up or something but zach and flo were like right in front of them and they didn't stop to see if they needed help or if they were okay they just didn't like see them or see anything happen yeah kind of just abandoned them and yeah John Vito and Jill were like that's you know we would have stopped and made sure that they were okay yeah but Zach and Flo honestly like seemed like they didn't even know Mm -hmm. because they got there and they're like where are they (laughs) yeah so I don't they didn't do it on purpose Mm -hmm. but so when they're just they're just like sitting there on the side of the road kind of waiting around and Aaron and, Ari- Aaron and Arianne <laughs> leave at 7.04, so they're, like, almost two hours behind them. Yeah, an hour and a half. But then we have Phil says that if a car breaks down through no fault of the team, <laughs> a replacement car will be provided for them at the team's request, but no time will be given. Yeah, no time credit. That sucks. Just an unfortunate thing. It made me laugh, though, that he said no fault of... Through no fault of their own because all their cars broke down last leg yeah and it was their fault so they had to fix it and it was like at the request of the team well what else are they gonna do <laughs> we're like, just gonna wait here <laughs> yeah, of course they're gonna request it, see if it works again but they said they lost over an hour waiting yeah. for that replacement car to come well those first that first pack of teams gets to that mosque and gets the route info, and it says, make your way through the desert to the palmerie in Marrakech. They're just, like, making their way through all of these mm-hmm. cities in Morocco. They are in Casablanca for yeah a few minutes, and then they have to go through Rabat to get to Marrakech. Or may- do they have to go through Rabat to get to Casablanca? I don't know. Either way, they go through there, too. So they've mm-hmm. kind of just, like, hit all of the major cities. Well, before we leave Casablanca, I just have a little bit of information. Yeah. We weren't there for very long, so I didn't get a ton of info. But it's the largest city in Morocco, and it's the economic and business center of the country. It's located on the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, the city has a population of 3.7 million, and wow. over 4.2 million in the greater area. It's the eighth largest city in the Arab world, okay. which I don't know what's in the Arab world, but like what what cities. I just know it's the 8th largest. So back in the 12th century, the city was called Anfa, A-N-F-A. And it was, uh, like, pirates were based there. A lot of pirates lived there. Because they would kind of, like, stop British or, like, European ships in the Atlantic. Uh And were based in Casablanca. And then the Portuguese took over in 1468. And since then, it's just become... The pretty much the center of Morocco and I've always thought that that name just like didn't fit it's like Casablanca it's a very that's yeah Spanish right yeah Portuguese well, maybe it was Anfa I I don't know yeah. Anfa so that the Portuguese called it Casablanca and ever since it's been Casablanca in like it was like Spanish and then the French controlled Morocco until like 1956
1: hmm
0: um have you ever seen the movie casablanca Mm-mm. i haven't either i feel so un-american they about seen that it. but <laughs> i know I'm, I've, never, I've never seen i there's not a lot of old movies that i've seen like the classic movies i like the movies from 1996 to 2006. <laughs> 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 yeah. nothing good before and nothing good after <laughs> oh that's funny um, yeah, not a ton of information about Casablanca, just a little bit. Because we were there for very long. Okay. Well, when they are driving, Ian and Terry are just not getting along very well again. And what was it when they were like going through that toll booth? There was some sort of spat there. I don't know. They're kind of just going back and passing Zach and Flo back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And Flo made a comment about Ian's hat. Yeah, (laughs) It's unmistakable. I had the same thought. I was like, what is that hat? (laughs) Yeah. And Terry said, I guess she says that quite a bit later, but she does say about her and Ian, she said, we fight and talk nasty sometimes, but when push comes to shove, we shove together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of at the end. Yeah. I wrote that down, too. Yeah, they, like, don't get along, but yet they don't hold on to anything. Yeah. They kind of just yell or... Just let it go and... I mean they just seem like an older married couple yeah they know
1: <laughs> they've they lived with well. it for yeah. so long
0: <laughs> they get to the like Clue. the city center yeah and ian wants his taxi to stay but flo goes up and like speaks to him in french and asks him to take them to the next place i think so so yeah, Ian like paid that taxi driver to take them to the right place. Yeah, and he wanted him to stay so that he could help him get to the next place. But yeah, Flo goes up to his window, starts talking to him and asking him how to get there. That Paul Marie, uh-huh. or to get to, they have to take a train to America Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think she asked him how to get to the train station. Yeah, and Ian yells at her like, "No, that's my taxi." Yeah, and like yells, and she gets so mad that he yelled at her. Yeah and it's like that's not very nice yeah, you, you shouldn't yell and she's like yelling at him not to yell at her yeah but I would get I would yell I'd be like no oh, don't take my taxi I paid Yeah. it yeah it didn't seem like she was actually trying to take it or even like and she didn't know that it was Ian's taxi or at yeah. least she says she didn't so and then something that Ian said as they were walking was like when I make a decision that's that or something like that and yeah and Terry's like but we're a team Yeah. He's pretty bossy this episode. Yeah. Then we come to questions and info about the fast forward. So the fast forward is going to happen in Marrakesh. It says go to the market and like you go to this stall that sells rugs and find the rug with the fast forward emblem woven Woven. in it. Yeah. The first group of teams like the brothers and Andre and Damon don't even consider the fast forward. They know that they're at the front of the pack. But Well I pretty much Ken and Gerard and the twins have already used theirs. That's true. So yeah. But pretty much everybody else wants to use the fast forward, like everyone. So yeah, we'll get to that. (laughs) We haven't seen a fast forward in a a couple of episodes, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So those first three teams they get to the train station and their train they get there at nine and the train leaves at nine ten, so they barely make it, which is great. And then Zach and Flo show up and they barely miss that one. Yeah. And they have to wait for two more hours for the yeah the next one leaves at eleven ten. Which would be so frustrating. That would be disappointing. Like dang it, so close. And those three teams are packed in that train car real tight. All yeah. their legs are like crossing over each other and <laughs> I know, I'm wondering if they had to sit all together or if they wanted to just like chat. They were like Chatting and getting along and having a good yeah. time, but there was a, that was a small space. It was for yeah, six big guys to. <laughs> check. Yeah, for sure they're they're probably all pretty tall and. So since Flo and Zach missed that train, they say they want to do the fast forward. Flo does, but Zach doesn't. Yeah, Zach is like, well, Flo basically wants to do it just to beat Ian and Terry. Yeah, she doesn't really want to do it to like give them an advantage. Mm-hmm. Because Zach's like, we can beat them. If yeah. We, if it comes down to it, we could beat Ian and Terry. John Vito and Jill say they're going to do the fast forward too, which for them I understand because they had that huge loss from their car. Mm-hmm. And then Aaron and Arianne say they want to too. And I see why. Because they left way later than everybody else. Yeah. So if I was Zach and Flo, they're the ones that need it the least at this point. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I if I was definitely her, like save it. save it. Yeah. Yes. Terry and Ian, Flo and Zach, and John Vito and Jill go on that 1110 train. Mm-hmm. And Aaron and Arianne do not. That made me think at that point. I was like, well, if they're going to go for the fast forward, they're definitely not going to get it because one of the other teams is going to. Mm-hmm. So that's just going to put them even more behind than yeah. they're already going to be. Yeah. The first train arrives in Marrakesh, and those brothers and Andre and Damon get to that. Palmerie is like an oasis in the middle of the desert of Marrakesh. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> we just like we keep saying the brothers and Andre and Damon. Yeah. The brothers is four. We could call them the brothers too, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're the- like they're friends, they're like brothers. <laughs> yeah. We can just call them all the brothers. <laughs> yeah. Well, they get there first <clears throat> and they get a clue for the detour. Which I didn't write down. What does it say? Now you see it and now you don't. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was kind of a weird name for these, but... Mm -hmm. um, Now you see it, they have to travel by horse, like, a few feet. I don't even know why they get on the horse. For real. (laughs) And then they have to go to this, like, little marked area and dig up a piece of pottery that has a clue on it. And then now you don't is they get on an ATV... And they have to go an unknown distance and they can't see where the clue is. They don't know how far they have to go. And then they have to, like, make a rubbing of the clue. Yeah. So, so they, they have put like a paper a on the a rock. Crayon and, or chalk yeah. or something and they have to, like, rub it over and transfer the clue onto the paper. And I think at this point I would have picked ATV. The now you don't. I don't know. I would have. I probably would have picked now you see it because it literally is right there yeah like they had to ride those horses like it was like 20 feet yeah <laughs> and watching ken try to get on the horse was hilarious too and we've ridden horses before i probably would have chosen that one the horse wasn't know. the hard part though uh-uh. yeah because ken and gerard did choose that one at first and then they got there and started digging and they were like yeah no we're not doing this anymore so yeah. they switched They didn't even have tools to dig with. They were just with their hands. hands, yeah. It was really sandy and it looked hard to find. Obviously it was because they couldn't find it. So they switched to ATVs. But the twins and Andre and Damon were driving their ATVs and they were going the wrong way, in the wrong direction. So they kind of teamed up and helped each other get the right way. Go the right way. Yeah, they said it was dusty and they couldn't see. It did look dusty. Derek and Drew and Andre and Damon... Get the clue, and it says to go to the Café Glacier in Marrakesh, but this café doesn't open until four forty-five, which is right before dinner time. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it's like two in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to the train of all of these people that are wanting to do the fast forward, and the anticipation is building. <laughs> John, Vito, and Jill, and then Zach and Flo talk to each other, and they and Zach and Flo say we want to do the fast forward, and John Vito and Jill are like, well, so do we. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, we just don't want Ian and Terry to get it. Yeah. So, Well, because I think somebody said, said, well, let's just let them do it. And then they're like, well, we wouldn't want them to get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John Vito said, let's just let them do it. And she said, no, I want to do it. Yeah. I don't want them to win. Yeah. So they do paper, rock, scissors. And the winner gets to choose. John Vito and Jill win. Win paper, rock, scissors. And they decide to go for the fast forward. Yeah. But Terry and Ian are already there and going through the rugs. And John Vito and Jill show up. We should just finish the whole fast forward thing because Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. back and forth. So So. it really is just a matter of like who's going to find it first. Yeah, it's just stacks of rugs laid flat on top of each other. And they just literally have to throw them off. Yeah, just pull them off Mm -hmm. and find the one. And Terry and Ian do get it first. Yeah, Terry finds it. Yep. So John Vito and Jill have to go back... And do the detour and the clue that Terry and Ian get say to go, says to go to the pit stop at the Riyadh Catalina, which is a guest house, which is just a fancy word for hotel. It looks like <laughs> it. It looks nice. Yeah, it looked really cool. I would stay there. And Ian says, Terry, come. Yeah, he literally just yells, come. <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> so they do check in and they are team number one and again they win digital cameras mm-hmm. and then that's when she says when push comes to shove we shove together yeah so yeah they were like well because phil says what's helped you guys make it this far and they say at the same time we're a team mm-hmm. and then yeah we fight and we bicker and but then it's it's fine <laughs> mm-hmm. so it um, might be annoying to watch but i guess it works for them <laughs> yeah so Mary Cash, before we go back to the people at the detour Okay. It uh, is the fourth largest city in Morocco. We've basically won from one, two, three, four. It is one of the four imperial cities of Morocco. That surprises me, actually, because it's like kind of the one that you hear the most about. Mm-hmm. I would think that it was like the most or the second most populated. Yeah, I think it's the most well-known because it's like so, like the definition of Morocco. I don't know, like mm-hmm. when you think of Morocco, it's like this is what you think of. This is, yeah, Marrakesh. Is. The main square in Marrakesh called Diema El Fina or something like that. F-N-A, I don't know how to pronounce that. F-N-A. <laughs> is the busiest market in all of Africa. It attracts millions wow. of visitors every year. And it says the square reminds people of the... Of aladdin and like snake charmers and fortune tellers and merchants and things like that so that's just kind of like what you think of when you think of mm-hmm. morocco so i think that's why people and people think of marrakesh and like i said earlier morocco gained its independence from france in 1956 so french is still a widely spoken language and we kind of hear like flo speaks french pretty good yeah and a lot of people are saying like merci and yeah. Stuff like that. It seems like that's kind of... Well, because the other language was Arabic, and I don't think any of them probably know that one. So mm-hmm. the next best option is French. Yeah. Another thing Marrakesh is known for is its palm trees, and they're found all throughout the city, and it's illegal to chop them down. So that means like wherever it's growing, even if it's in the middle of a highway, it mm. can't be chopped down. And a little fact... <laughs> Winston Churchill was very fond of Marrakesh. In World War Two there was a big like summit of like all the world leaders in Casablanca and Winston Churchill invited FDR to come to Marrakesh with him because he's like, You can't come to Morocco and not go to Marrakesh, like it's the best place. Hmm. So they went there and when he was there he like commissioned a painting from some artist and Angelina Jolie just sold that recently for 12 million dollars Wow Winston Churchill's um, Moroccan painting <laughs> just huh. kind of like a weird like connection so weird <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> so yeah. what's the population of Morocco the whole country because we've like talked about all the cities in Morocco let's see 37 million so that's like population of California basically this says are Moroccans Arab or African Moroccans are primarily Arab or er, Berber origin. Arabs make up 67% of the population, while Berbers make up 31%. Socially, they are two contrasting groups of Moroccans, those living in cities and those in r- r- rural areas. Rural. Rural. R- 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. the northern part of Africa really is different from mm-hmm. like central and southern Africa, but they're the same continent. So when we post these episodes, I'll share some pictures of when I was in Morocco. Yeah. And one story (laughs) from when I was in Morocco, there was this camel that these people on the side of the road were just like, they had to just, you paid them money to just sit on the camel and take a picture. Uh And camels are not native to Morocco. They're like not from that part of oh interesting the world i don't know it was the saddest looking animal i've ever seen in my whole life even sadder than that flat tiger at lagoon i don't know (laughs) a really close second (laughs) i'll post a picture of it on our instagram if you guys want to go and look at it i'll post other pictures too because it wasn't all sad (laughs) Anyways, our tour bus, after we, like, took the ferry to Morocco, our tour bus, we were driving there, and we, like, stopped to take pictures, and I, like, got, I didn't get on the camel, because it was so sad looking, and I got back on the bus, and I was, like, crying, because it was literally, like, the saddest looking camel I've ever seen. It, like, still breaks my heart. It is sad. (laughs) I'll show you guys a picture, and you guys can see for yourself, but, oh, man, I just have such a different view of like animal tourism Mm -hmm. as an adult you know but what were we even talking about oh Um, just the population of morocco yeah (laughs) here i'll just show you the picture right now you can see oh he looks like he's gonna cry (laughs) i know and it like makes me want to cry look how sad he looks that is sad (laughs) i know it's so sad (laughs) Oh, that's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. Huh. That's kind of a cool picture. Oh, yeah, but with the buildings in the back. It's not the same camel. He doesn't have that muzzle on his face. Yeah. Well, I mean, because camels are ridden all the time. So it's mm-hmm. not like it's an animal that shouldn't be ridden. But just to have just a string of people off and on taking pictures, that is kind of sad. Yeah. Well, I does say they come from North Africa, but... They weren't introduced until like later, and they're used for like taking things from one place to another, and not just lifting people, Americans, up on yeah. her back and getting back down. <laughs> yeah, they have a long way to go. They have long legs, and like they have to like bend their knees. Yeah. and I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how do we segue back into this episode? Well, the second group of teams are kind of getting to that detour. Yes. And Zach, well, they choose the ATVs, and Zach is driving and Flo's, obviously, again, yelling at him and screaming, <laughs> and she's like, she admits that she hasn't been very nice to Zach. He's like, she's. she said, he's a really good teammate, and I know I haven't been very nice to him. Yeah. Like, well, if you know that, then start being nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it seems like the other teams like her like she seems likable when they showed up to the detour and Gerard i guess he was like this ken, detour is hard ken oh no i don't it, anyway they were like the detour's hard oh and she's memory. like which one and they're like you think we're going to tell you like they were joking and she's like kenny <laughs> oh yeah yeah she's like which one should we choose and he's like i'm not telling you yeah but kind of like joking and she was like joking back. But yeah, and like I do the her same and thing. her and Jill seem to get along really good. Mm-hmm. So other people seem to like her. She might she she just has a bad edit, I think, of all the her worst moments. <laughs> yeah. It's just like her voice is naturally whiny. hmm Everything she says sounds like a whine. Yeah. But maybe it's not, you know. <laughs> That's just the way she talks. But if a team was coming up, and said, which one should we choose? I wouldn't tell them either. No, I wouldn't. At least they were, like, joking and mm-hmm. they weren't mean about it. They're like, you think we're going to tell you? Yeah. <laughs> Aaron and Arianne are now getting off the train and heading to the fast forward. And I find it very funny that they are no longer talking about the other teams and, like, trying to oh yeah team up with everybody else to get the other teams out. Oh, yeah. For, like, the last two episodes. Yeah. That they've been the last place team. They have not mentioned the twins even once. Yep. So very interesting. <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> Seems like they have some bigger things to worry about, like yeah. not getting eliminated. Yeah. So all the other teams are at the Cafe Glacier and it's about two thirty and the cafe, like we said, doesn't open up until four forty five. So they just kinda have to wait there. And they know that people are gonna catch up. Mm-hmm. And I even thought, like, Aaron and Arianne might catch up, but mm-hmm. they do not. No. So when they get, when the cafe opens up, they run up to the roof, and there's a clue for a roadblock. And they have to, one teammate has to team up with a food vendor, assemble their stall, and sell five bowls of Vescargo to just anybody in the square. Mm-hmm. And they're about 47 cents each. <laughs> Isn't escargot like expensive in other parts of the world? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forty-seven cents for for like Escargol. a huge bowl. Yeah, it was like full. Um, so the teammates that do it are Gerard, Jill, Flo, Andre, and Derek. Yes, we finally figured out which of Andre and Damon is who. Yeah. Andre is the bald one, and I think I that's kind of the idea that I had in my head. But now it's just been confirmed. Confirmed. And then Derek and Drew, we still will never know. But yeah. (laughs) But it was Derek that was doing the task. And then the other teammates are like just standing on the rooftop cheering them on and stuff. (laughs) Because they all got there at the exact same time. They're all doing it at the same time. Mm -hmm. And people are kind of just standing around looking at them. There's a lot of people there but not everybody's just buying yeah everybody's kind of well so between the five of them they had to sell like that's 25 people that they had to get to buy Mm -hmm. so that's kind of a lot i wouldn't buy a bowl of snails (laughs) i might just give them 47 cents but i wouldn't eat that (laughs) (laughs) yeah andre finished first yeah so they get their clue Mm -hmm. and says check in at the pit stop like we already know because terry and Ian have already arrived (laughs) and says last team to check in will be eliminated So I was wrong when I said that we non elimination. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't had one yet. Yeah, and Phil mentions that they have to like go through the crowded streets of Marrakesh to find this. And then we see Andre and Damon out in the middle of nowhere and we're like, Oh no. Yeah. So they all get something taxis and some somebody on the street or I even think the taxi driver tells Derek and Drew, This is only a ten minute walk and they're like, No, that's too long, you still need to drive us. And then, and so we know as the viewers, we know it's not that far and it says the busy streets of Marrakesh Mm -hmm. and like Andre and Damon are driving and driving and driving. Yeah. There's nothing around. It's are in the middle of the desert. So it's so sad because they're, they were were ahead. Yeah. And we're, we're like, Oh, what's going on? Yeah. Well, Jill finishes the task. And then Gerard and him running across the street was hilarious. I know. Like, dodging the cart. He's like yeah. Frogger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Derek and Flo finish about the same time. So it's kind of just like a taxi race to the pit stop. Yeah. And at this time, after everybody's finished with the roadblock, we go back to Aaron and Arianne, and they're just finishing the detour. Yeah. So they're pretty far behind. And, yeah, the taxi race. Zach and Flo and... Ken and Gerard get out of their taxis about the same time and are running around trying to find the... What was it called? The Riyadh Cat- Catalina. Yeah. And so we got, we don't know who's going to be the first to get up to the mat, but it's Zach and Flo. Yep. They are team two, and then Ken and Gerard are team three. Derek and Drew are team four, and John Vito and Jill are team five. So let's just get that out of the way, and then we'll cut. Yeah. <laughs> because Andre and Damon, they finally are like we are not in the right place yeah so they get out they're like in this little village they ask like a guy that's working at this little store like where is this and he like tells them oh it's right over here and like all these locals just like lead them to this place and they're just walking around and there's nothing around yeah they're like there's no flags we don't see anything and they they even said they're like we were kind of like trying to start to fear for our safety yeah and their taxi driver might have like left them (laughs) like it was yeah they were really 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 far away and kind of getting scared and then just out of nowhere this they say local official comes up to them and detains them (laughs) yeah that's so crazy and like they're kind of explaining this in like an after interview yeah and you're wondering the whole time like did this is this going to make them last because this is like super delaying is that a word (laughs) This is putting them really far behind. <laughs> yeah. And they so they explained that they were told to go to like an office and ask to surrender their passports and all this stuff. And then like the security of the production team or something had to come and help them. Like negotiate. Yeah. I wonder what the reason for that. Like it didn't seem like they were doing anything doing wrong. wrong. They I know. And it's like, it's not like the taxi driver was trying to get them lost to get their stuff stolen you know because obviously there was a camera in the taxi driving it's not like i don't know it's just it was the taxi driver said yes he knew where it was and then you know to get his fare and then didn't know and dropped him off but yeah they, they looked really worried <laughs> they did their faces they oh. were like getting nervous and i was getting nervous for them but they did work it out and they were able to go back into Marrakesh. And, and they were checked in as team number six. Yeah. And they still did not look happy. Though. Oh, no. They were, like... When they check in with Phil and he says team number six, they literally had, like, no reaction. They really looked just kind of, like, stunned. Yeah. Like, what just happened? Yeah. That would be crazy. Like, we, you know, we saw a two-minute snippet of it. But, like, to actually be in that situation, it would probably be scary, like... Having some guy in Mar- the middle of nowhere in Morocco like saying, give me your passports. And mm-hmm. So I'm really interested to see at the beginning of next episode what the timestamps are on their departure. Yeah. And how long. How far behind they are. Yeah. How long it took them. Because they should have checked in right before team number two, which was who? Um, Zach, Zach and Flo. Flo. So we'll have to see next episode what their departure time was. And see how long it put them behind because... It was a big fiasco, and I feel so sad for them. They should have got first place. Well, second. Well, yeah, second. <laughs> and they've gone from behind, like last place up to the first, and now they're in last place again. Yeah, so they're kind of just going to be fighting their way from the bottom again. Yeah. But I feel like we're definitely traveling next episode because we've been in Morocco for a leg and a half now. So mm-hmm. Aaron and Harry I said that like it was two names, <laughs> Ariane. Aaron and Ariane show up at the roadblock and they're staying positive. I think they kind of know that they're last, which they are. <laughs> and they mm-hmm. are eliminated. Yeah, and they're they're happy. They're leaving on like good spirits. They knew that they were last. I I really thought this was gonna be a non elimination, but I would have been sadder to see them go if they weren't so annoying in the first three yeah, legs. Exactly. We haven't heard Too much of their, like we said, about them complaining about other teams the last couple Mm -hmm. episodes, which has been nice and makes me like them more. Yeah. But now they're leaving. (laughs) Yeah, between them and Andre and Damon, I wouldn't have wanted Andre and Damon to go home. Oh, yeah, for sure. And especially not for that. Yeah. Well, their average is 5.16, and they finished in seventh overall. They took third, then second, then fourth. And then eighth, seventh, seventh. So they were kind of in the front. And then what was it that put him so far behind? Um, it was in Scotland. What was it? Oh, I thought, well, what the thing that they were like last place was that football or that soccer thing in Portugal. And then walking to the Oh, tower. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So not Scotland, but okay. And then the diesel incident. And mm-hmm. so them, Aaron and Ariane. Andrew and Dennis, and Ken and Gerard, which are all on this season, were the first gay straight teams to race. So lots of representation there. And they both are on Facebook and Instagram. Aaron has gray hair. Hmm. And he looks the same but different. (laughs) Just like older, more mature. And he's super active on Facebook and Instagram. And he... Updates his cover photo like once a week. (laughs) It seems like I saw a trend. It was like a bunch of people from like pop culture celebrities and stuff. And I was like, what? This is so random. And then I started scrolling back, scrolling back. And it was Angela Lansbury, Leslie Jordan, Kirstie Alley, Twitch, Barbara Walters, Lisa Marie Presley, and currently Tina Turner. So these are all people. He updates his cover photo to dead celebrities? I guess so. Like when they die, he puts his cover photo, Hmm. them as their cover photo. And Pee-wee Herman was already on, or was on there, but he's still alive. (laughs) Hmm. I was like, wait, I didn't know that Pee-wee Herman died. I Googled it and he didn't, so I don't know. And then there was like some other random people that I don't know, but yeah, kind of weird. Kind of a little snapshot of the in-memoriam of Mm -hmm. celebrities. (laughs) I shouldn't laugh, but... (laughs) He currently lives in New York City, and he founded a company called Shine in 2004, which is, um, it does pop-up events and parties and, like, classes for kids. And before he was on the race, he was a preschool teacher. So he, like, really enjoys working with young kids. And this looks like a really cool company and hmm, something great for kids in New York, you know? hmm So, yeah. And Ariane got married and her wedding picture she looks exactly like she does on the race in her wedding picture so it must have been not that far after the race Mm -hmm. i don't see any pictures with kids but her instagram is private and she doesn't update facebook a lot but she lives in florida now but she like her and aaron all like both comment on each other's facebook posts so they are still good friends okay well i said at the end of the episode when they were talking they had been friends for 15 years at that point. Yeah. So, I mean, once you're friends for that long... i probably always be friends. Yeah. How could they have been friends for 15 years? They were, like, in their early 20s, weren't they? Probably just from elementary school. Uh-huh. And now it's been 20 years since then, so... 35 years of friendship. That's a long friendship. <laughs> that is a long time. That's how long me and Brittany have been friends. Well, I'm not 35 yet. I shouldn't age myself, but... We've been friends since we were three, so you will get to thirty-five. Yeah, Hopefully, in like two if years. That happens. Yeah, <laughs> don't get don't get in a fight. <laughs> no, we've never been in a fight. Actually, that's not true. There was a there was a time in middle middle school, sixth grade. Sixth grade was rough, but sixth grade was just rough all around. And we didn't like hate each other, but we just like didn't love each other. <laughs> Interesting. There was. It's fine. <laughs> we don't need to bring it up. <laughs> no, but she just had a baby. I don't know if, I don't think Brittany even listens to this. So, mm-hmm. but that's, yeah, she's, Brittany is my, one of my best friends since preschool. We grew up just like a few houses apart down the street from each other. And we're in our early thirties now. So we're in it for the long haul. <laughs> that's the same with like you and Alicia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not 35 years yet. Cause I'm not even 32 yet, <laughs> but Someday soon will be 35 years. That's fun, having those childhood friends. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is the end of the first half. We're going to edit these and put them out. And then in two weeks from now, we'll uh, release the second batch, second half of the season. Mm -hmm. So again, I'm going to predict that we're going to like the Middle East next. I said Dubai last time. We stayed in Morocco, but I say Middle East So, where did we come from? Lisbon, Portugal, Morocco. Yeah, maybe what is in the Middle East? You said Dubai. There's, like, Saudi Arabia. Uh, I feel like Iraq and Iran, Afghanistan are not options. Well, this was, like... (laughs) The war in Afghanistan. The war in Iraq started this year. So, not there. (laughs) Huh. Huh. Now I want to start the next episode. I always... Just like want to see where we're going next, but okay, well, and the next one will be a lot non-elimination, I'm guessing. Oh, it will be. It will be. <laughs> We've done six episodes and there hasn't been one yet. I know they always do that. They wait until the last like four legs, I swear, and yeah, then it's just like the same people are getting saved every time. I yeah. do wish that they would spread them out a little bit. Yeah, but the people at the beginning need, but be- like another another chance. chance. Yeah. To stick around. Fun stuff. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks for listening and thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch Podcast. You can email us at the AmazingReWatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at the Amazing ReWatch. Or you can join our Facebook group, the Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review and share with your friends and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening. Bye.